0: This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we are talking about the episodes To Serve and Protect and We Are Family, which really kick off the Lori Dupree arc. I'm super psyched to talk about this stuff with Patrick. It's also, guys, <laughs> the pandemic has been going on a really long time. Um, sometimes you hit a wall and then you get to talk to your close friend on a Tuesday night and everything's better. <laughs> I hope that uh, you guys are finding moments like that in your week. All right. Enjoy. What does Kyle dream about?
1: Meditating with Buddha. Why does Isabel start flipping through people's dreams?
0: Because she is bored. What is Liz obsessed with?
1: Max, what does that cause Maria to diagnose Liz with?
0: Oh.
1: It was a cute turn of phrase. So it I was, and it.
0: I can't. Uh, Max session, that wasn't it.
1: Maxaholism.
0: Maxaholism. Um, where is the smallest TV?
1: <laughs> In the Evans household kitchen. Kitchen? Is that where they were hanging out? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> what is the third and final thing Kyle tries to do with the TV?
0: Look at unscrambled porn. Yes. All right. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched. A kind of wild episode of Roswell. And when I say wild, I don't mean like dupes from New York showed up. But wild, like a lot of stuff happened.
1: Like a lot of stuff happened. A lot of things were introduced or uh, also just sort of like expounded upon without really being introduced or maybe having been introduced many episodes ago and not revisited since. And then we Um, just kind
0: of got thrown in.
1: Thrown in. Like just hit the ground running.
0: The main plot is that Isabel is getting visions of a kidnapped girl.
1: Yes. And she wants to take action based on those visions. Mm -hmm. And so they take her visions to Sheriff Valenti, who keeps going out, like putting his neck on the line, following these, uh, I guess they're not hunches, they're visions. Um, And while he's being investigated by... What's this dude's name? Dan something.
0: Dan. We don't know his last name.
1: Okay, (laughs) just
0: Dan. Just Dan. Dan from (laughs) this from the state. He's a a, a, he's a police. He's like IAB. Yeah. Or at least that's what he positions himself as.
1: Sure, he could be, but like he is someone from Jim Valenti's life previously. Yes, right. Like they know each other. They have a rapport already. This dude calls him Jimbo. Which, yes. I did. I have you ever known a Jim or a James, I guess, that goes by Jimbo?
0: No, my dad's a Jim.
1: Sure, fair enough. And my uncle I is a Jim, yes.
0: And I don't think, I think probably in his life, someone said it as like to be cute. But yeah, I, my grandpa was also a Jim. Yeah. I don't think anyone ever called them Jimbo. My dad was Jimmy as a kid. Mm hmm and then like now only his his older sister calls him that but
1: it it feels like such a swing like uh i'm trying to think of like another like unless someone like introduces themselves as jimbo i feel like no no one would unless like maybe some maybe someone likes it right (laughs) and like that's fine whatever but like i don't think you ever get to just call someone jimbo
0: I think it's supposed to be, like, a friendly... Like, people sometimes have called me Risey. Yeah, but that sounds cute. That is cuter than Jimbo. Yeah, Yeah, it is is weird. I think in modern times, there's no way to do it and not seem obnoxious. Or seem like you're giving someone shit.
1: Yeah. And maybe that is also what is meant here, too. That he's being, like, overly familiar. Or that he's, uh, like, using it as a way to like demean him somehow.
0: I think there is some of that partially. And of course they didn't cast someone who looked significantly older than William Sadler, but like, I think he's supposed to be older because he has more like institutional memory. It seems like of Jim's father being forced out of the force.
1: Sure. Okay. So
0: he references that. Not like, remember when we were kids and this thing happened, but like more like that it's part of his career memory.
1: It's you know, tough to let this happen to you. It, it, it's tough though because like Jim Valenti doesn't read as like a young cop, you know, no. and like he's he's definitely not. Like, this is an older gentleman who is like settled into his role. It's just, I guess it's hard to conceptualize someone who is. Uh, like institutionally above him. And I guess like someone coming from the state, like that makes more sense. Um, but like, you know, that that the, the, the age component of that just feels a little uh, incongruous, I guess.
0: Well, and the whole piece of this invest. now we know Sheriff Valenti is doing shady stuff. He's not telling anyone. Right. But like the, it's all kind of hazy why this guy is investigating. He says he's there because of the the Hubble shooting which was, you know, we saw it in the previously ons, but that was, that was, for us, that was over a year ago. And for the show, it was definitely over a year ago.
1: <laughs> so like, and, and like, to be fair, let's investigate when cops shoot people. Like we, yeah, need, yeah. we need more information. Agreed. I don't want to uh, let him off the hook.
0: But this guy is investigating beyond that because he's like, yeah, somebody said they saw Max Evans in a car with him. With Hubble before, which what do you what who is who where did you read this where what investigation are you doing?
1: (laughs) Well, and like also, what are you? What is he implying? Is he implying that Jim Valenti is fucking these teenagers?
0: That's what's unclear. Uh, Or does he have some reason to suspect alien stuff? I mean, he certainly knows that Jim's father was you know pushed out because of alien stuff. So that's I feel like not.
1: He mentions alien stuff to Jim as well, where yeah. he's like, You you know, you you've been on thin ice because of your obsession with you know, UFO your stuff. UFO
0: stuff, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what he thinks is going. Maybe he does think it's sex stuff or drug stuff or I think it's weird.
1: <laughs> sure. Great point. There are multiple reasons a grown man would be hanging out with teenagers that would be but gross. The most obvi- <laughs>
0: but the most obvious reason
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I and I'm shocked that Valenti didn't use it, is his son. Yeah. His son is peers with these people. If you could say, Yeah, this is one of my son's best friends. Yeah. Like easy. Yeah. Uh you know, Kyle wanted me to help him out. Whatever. Like, it's very that is a reason why an a middle-aged man hangs out with teenagers. Because his son and, is a
1: test for that matter. Like, uh, you yes. know, however, however they're and explaining he, that to people, yes. like
0: <laughs> come he on. just adopted a kid. Like, he's he's going to hang out with teenagers because he's raising two teenagers, but they don't, but he, right. at least in this episode, he doesn't use that, which I get he doesn't want to use his son, but like, also that's the most, uh, that's the, you know, the Occam's razor answer.
1: Well, okay. But it, it is the Occam's razor answer, but Jim Valenti is sort of taking the, like, I'm not telling you anything approach to this. Yeah. He's Right. Like he's not offering up, like an alternate uh, 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 story here. He is really just being like, nope, I'm I'm just, I'm, this is just, there's nothing going on here. There's just yeah. nothing. And offers no alternative.
0: Which, as we learned he by knows. the end of the episode, does not, is not, does not seem to be working for him. It does not get this guy off his back. It does not make this guy go back no, to Santa true. Fe. Like, it's this true. guy is here. Well, this guy, it's, steals, it's as you said, steals yeah. evidence from a crime scene mm-hmm. That is evidence of two th- It's evidence of a kidnapper, but he's like, I don't care about that crime. I care about whatever crime I think Sheriff Valenti might be involved in.
1: Like, Which I'm still not totally clear on what's wrong with the bullets. So the bullets just haven't entered, haven't gone into anything. Like the bullets have still been fired, even though they've yes. been deflected by Max's shield. Right. They're not even they... deflected, sort of like absorbed.
0: Well, no, they're not absorbed. They're just kind of like slow. They're just, looks Sloan. like they ping off of it in the when we see it, but then what we're told about the the bullets is that they don't have impact signs of impact, yeah, so I don't know that they're perfectly smooth or something
1: <laughs> but if you were to shoot a bullet, yeah, and it not hit anything, the bullet would fall to the earth at some point, right,
0: yeah, I guess it would be more like you'd have to shoot it. It's very hard to do, in reality, what Max does with his powers. (laughs) Like, maybe if you shot into water. Like, something that would provide resistance, but not necessarily physically alter it.
1: Right. Or had a magnet behind it real fast, somehow.
0: Yeah. Because, unfortunately, there's gravity. So, maybe if you were standing on top of a mountain and shot
2: shot out
0: out but then gravity's again i guess i'm just trying to strength lengthen the arc so that it lands with a soft kaplunk <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> it's very hard to do that from a gun
1: so but, okay so then we're we're saying that even even with max's powers the bullets like hit this thing they sort of like uh you know kind of rubber band back to like a neutral position and then slowly go down to the ground they don't like Fall?
0: I guess maybe they fall, but they fall like if you dropped a bullet.
1: I'm just saying it's probably a more interesting ballistics analysis than than what we're led to believe.
0: Well, I guess we don't know exactly, but there wasn't any ballistics analysis, just visually, you know, Deputy Dupe Doop looked at it and was like, oh, they're really smooth. Check this out. Check out these bullets. So I think theoretically... The uh, the investigator is going to take them and actually get a real ballistics workup on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even so, it's not going to say, "Oh, it was an alien shield." <laughs> Maybe if you shot like into foam, like a really uh, thick foam.
1: Yeah, but e- even that, like, is stopping it with force. I guess uh, I, 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 we don't understand enough about what the alien shield actually does.
0: No, and Joe isn't really interested in teaching us.
1: No, well, and frankly, like we've been talking about it, I feel like for too long now, when we have not yet discussed Liz's sex dream. Or Sean yes, okay. de luca like I think we are we are leaving so not, gold are on the table we? here. Yeah,
0: I don't we're know. During <laughs> the most fun things in this episode, to talk about some dumb stuff. Okay, so let's start with dreams. Okay, so we mentioned it; it was one of my questions. But Kyle is dreaming of Buddha, and but it's it's even better than that because he's dreaming that he and Buddha are having like a heart to heart meditation session yeah and then buddha's like oh no the, the spaceship is here we have to go be aliens i
1: love kyle afraid that he is becoming an alien it's such a funny it's fucking great. dynamic i love it so much and like i love that it means that uh you know Tess can like screw with him mm-hmm. but i also just love it on its own like yeah because he's like afraid of it but like a little bit resigned to the fact that it is going to happen and that like Mm -hmm. well i guess i gotta start eating hot sauce now like it's so fucking cute well and
0: it's it's part of like his thing and ever since he was brought back to life and he discovered food and all this stuff but like he now he's like you know what i live an examined life i don't get to just live life i have i live an examined life that's just what that's that's who i am now yeah that's part of it so if if someone mentions offhand have you felt any different since you got brought back i guess I'm going to feel different and I'm going to have to live in that and really explore it with my conscious and subconscious. And I love that for him. It's
1: I love why- that for him too. I think the the conversation that he has with Tess over breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Where she's putting so much hot sauce on her waffles.
0: On her waffles that are so much whipped cream. So she, it's, I mean, and that's what they say. It's very sweet and very salty, but, or very sweet and very uh, sa- uh, spicy. Yeah. But like, it's she, the thing she is eating is a diabetic coma, and <laughs> then happen, she adds yeah. hot sauce. Yes, because if you said like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm going to this brunch place. They serve jalapeno uh, waffles. I would try that."
1: Oh yeah, no, I but, think that that has the yeah. There's a potential for that to be really good.
0: But this is not that. This is like so overwhelming much. on both the sweet and the spicy end. and
1: then then she puts it in her orange juice too
0: oh that's right (laughs) Ah. did i ever tell you and maybe i did so i'm sorry if this is a repeat but uh when there was like a save our show campaign i think it was the end of the first season to be like let's get a second season uh fans of the show sent bottles of tabasco sauce to warner brothers
1: i don't think we've talked about that but i feel like that just
0: you just know that. from. I
1: feel like I just know that from being yeah. in the world. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it was one of the first, like, really successful Save Our Show campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess Save Our Show campaigns have happened throughout time, but it was in terms of gimmicky early Internet. Right. Um, landmark. So anytime they do Tabasco, it feels kind of like a wink to the audience. Sure. Or like we're, a- doing, we're
1: doing this for you. We're doing this because of you. Yeah. Did you ever send hot sauce? Uh,
0: No, I was never that active. Sure. This is the most active my fandom has been.
1: (laughs) Is doing a podcast about it?
0: which is pretty active.
1: (laughs) It's pretty active. It is making content based on the content.
0: Yeah, there are fans of the show who've never made a podcast about it, so...
1: Can you imagine, can you imagine liking a TV show and not making a podcast about it?
0: There is a short list of shows that I love that I haven't done a podcast about.
1: Look, my mom... we'll, we'll get to doing a lost podcast. It yeah, will oh my happen.
0: God, happen. <laughs> uh, my mom pitched to me that we do, that she and I do a Saved by the Bell podcast.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> Does your mom like Saved by the Bell?
0: <sighs> not really, but she like she knows like and when i was a kid it was my number one like yeah pre-teenage but not by the time i was a teenager i had more sophisticated tastes i guess but like when i was a kid it was legit my favorite show um and at that point she was also like a gatekeeper to what i was allowed to watch sure um and was not she never forbid me from watching it but it was not um
1: it was a little too grown up for you
0: uh she just didn't really want to enable me like yeah. So at one point, I remember this so clearly when I was like little, so maybe six years old, first grade, Uh, I she told me she didn't know when Save the Bell was on. Like oh, I had God, seen I'm it. I liar. loved it. It was my favorite show. What I a like, lie. <laughs> I don't know when that's on. When we had TV Guide, of, yes, yeah, of it was course. taken very little. Out. But it was like, it's my favorite show, but my mom doesn't know when it's on. So I can't watch it. Um, I mean,
1: look, it's 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 tough when you're that little and you like a TV show and you're trying to, like, understand how and when to watch it. Yeah. Um, like it's and especially at that time, like it was the Wild West. I remember um, right when we got cable. So that was after we moved into the new house. So I must have also been in, like, first or second grade, mm-hmm. um, pro- probably second grade. Um I had discovered – we, so we had cable for the first time, uh, and I discovered Comedy Central while flipping oh through the God. channels, um, and uh, specifically had discovered Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh-huh. which was perfect for second-grade me. And I was like, this is the best fucking show in the world. I've never okay. seen anything like this. I love it. I'm going to show this to my parents. And I don't remember if I tried to show it to them like the same time the next day, or mm-hmm. if I was just like, Comedy Central always has this on, which wasn't <laughs> partially true at that time.
0: It had it <laughs> on a lot of the time, but there were other, they also showed like some bullshit, some Benny Hill bullshit. I they
1: showed some Benny Hill so bullshit, much. but what I, and uh, yeah, just awful. And it's like, oh, I got, because I have to watch Nickelodeon now or something. Um, <laughs> but what I ended up showing my parents, and I was so young at the time. <laughs> Um, was the kids in the hall.
0: Oh, not quite the same.
1: Not quite the same, um, and like way gayer than they were expecting me <laughs> to show well, them I, a, a show.
0: Authentic like I feel like the parts of Whose Line, especially the British one, which is what we're talking about because that's what yeah. was on uh yes. Comedy Central at the time. Was there, I'm sure there were adult jokes. But I would yeah. show that I would show that to an elementary school kid if they were excited about it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like, Whereas kids in the hall, I don't know if I would sh- one, they would start squishing my head. I don't need that in my life.:
1: No, you don't need that. But
0: you don't like, need someone squishing I your think, head.: But I think kids in the hall is almost like too accessible to children. They don't need to know about this sardonic humor.
1: No, you don't need to know about like, why rye Canadian wit at that point.
0: You don't need that bird woman. I can't remember her name. You shouldn't so her. horny, the chicken She's lady? So horny.
1: She's you so horny.
0: Children don't she... need to be exposed to the chicken lady. Now, Here's teenagers, the thing.
1: I did. I did. I did need to be exposed to the chicken lady. I needed to be exposed to Buddy Cole. I needed to be exposed to all five of those guys wearing dresses. I needed that. My parents, I don't think they were ready. <laughs>
0: Oh, Comedy Central. <laughs> I
1: know. Oh, I yearn for the days of turning on Comedy Central in the mid-90s and just watching garbage all day. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Um I was driving at a point about Kyle and Tess at the mm-hmm. diner. Oh, uh, it's uh, he's talking about like, "No, I don't if if uh Max hadn't brought me back, then I would have just been uh reincarnated into my next form yes. of life." Um but like how does he not see that that's what has has happened? He has become a different Ooh. kind of creature. And why doesn't Tess throw that back in his face?
0: Tess, here's Tess is
1: Yeah, she's think, not, she's not Tess, interested in this.
0: No, she's not really interested in his his gobbledygook. <laughs> yeah. She also I think likes keeping their banter on this level of like sweet and like care about each other, but she doesn't want to get deep, she doesn't really get deep with him.
1: No. she's got no answers for him anyway like her her life is so much more complicated than his
0: a hundred percent and she she sees him i think for the simple human that he is (laughs) while he's also this complex person i love kyle and second season kyle is i mean first season kyle i loved him not everyone understands that love but it's it's post post uh, buddha and football camp kyle is just like Oh, no, it's, it is it
1: it. it it is it is a work of art second season kyle is a work of art it's a good and, character
0: and i think it's having second season kyle in my mind that also keeps me loving kyle on roswell new mexico a show we don't talk about that much anymore because <laughs> no, it's on hiatus but i feel like that's part of why i have like that's why it's so it makes me excited when we see that kyle at the gay bar with glitter all over his face because yeah. somehow it's also this kyle <laughs> At that That's bar amazing. with the glitter all over his face, it makes me really happy. <laughs> that makes me really happy too. Because this Kyle would totally want to be like, "Yeah, what does glitter on your face feel like?" He'd be like, "I feel pretty. This is awesome." Yeah, like, he would
1: be so into it, but then yeah. still try to watch unscrambled porno using oh, his eyes. Oh, one hundred percent. And then like, when I,
0: when uh, his wish gets him a woman running in a bikini, he's still kind of okay. He's like, "All right, this this will yeah. do." I mean, like
1: if if he hadn't turned around and seen Tess there, he was going to start cranking it. Like, yeah, a hundred
0: percent. It happened in the living room. <laughs> yes. Um Speaking of TVs,
1: oh, I don't it... <laughs> I don't understand this TV. It is so small.
0: Here's the only way I understand it. Yeah. And we have to cut slack because this is real. You know, the reality of what we're doing is talking about a TV show. For a TV show, it's a fine set piece. It set, sets you in the Evans kitchen very. You know, it feels Mm -hmm. like a suburban kitchen. You're able to have the TV in the foreground and the characters in the background. They can have dialogue and, you know, you're not cutting off any space. But if we take it as it is, it is way too small a television to have a remote control.
1: (laughs) It is a ludicrously small TV. It is. I mean, we we had a small TV in our kitchen as well, right? Like there was... There was, like, a, an, an island in the kitchen that had, like, two, um, like, tall chairs at it, which is where, like, we would have breakfast usually. Um, and there was, like, a, a TV that was, like, you know, set up, like, kind of in the middle of that. Um, and it was it was a very small TV. And I remember thinking, like, I, you know, there's no reason for a TV to be smaller than this. Yeah. Um, but this TV is somehow smaller than that.
0: It is not. Okay, now, we say it's the smallest. Here, I grew up, we had a Watchman. Which Watchmen. is a portable? Yeah, it's it's by mm. Sony who made okay. Walkman and stuff, and it's right. a portable television. So we used to take it camping and stuff.
2: Yeah, um, that makes sense.
0: And that screen was smaller than this, but it was literally like smaller than a boombox. Like it was, you could carry it around. Um, once in the back of my mom's car, I mean it was my parents' car, whatever they were driving. Uh, right. once when I was a kid in the back of the station wagon, we were dri- We were because we camped a lot, whatever we. Were going from one campsite to another or something. And I got a, an entire episode of Saved by the Bell in wow. the airwaves on the wow. c- in the car. <laughs> it was like one of those. I still don't believe it happened, except I know it happened because <laughs> I was there. I w- it was the episode where Jesse, uh, they do the play of uh, Snow White and the Seven Dorks, and Jesse and, and uh, Zach kiss. Because their characters have to kiss, so they sure, practice kissing. Which, by the way, that's an it's bad early idea. one, right? Uh, it's like those first senior year, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Because it, yeah. Um, but
1: yeah. now wait, hold on. Are you saying that practicing the
0: kiss is a bad move? They both are in relation. One, they're best friends with each other, and mm-hmm. they're both in relationships with other people. Yes, I'm gonna. It was a <laughs> horrible decision.
1: <laughs> I mean. I don't you know. You should I not you need to communicate a lot when doing a, a kiss for a play, right? And you need to know what the other person is going to do. I think you do need to practice a little bit, not like on your own. Not alone like, at the Not alone.
0: Not right. alone sitting on the stage with little legs dangling. <laughs> no.
1: No, you practice it in context.
0: Oh, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not saying don't rehearse for your play. It sounds it's very like you're
1: amazing. saying don't rehearse.
0: No, rehearse for your play. Do not have private kissing practice. Right, right. Even if you're like, oh, it'll just get our nerves out. If, no, you were setting yourself up for sitcom complications. (laughs) Because it's going to be a good kiss. And there's going to be nothing, there's going to be no inhibitions to stop you from having a good kiss. And then, Jesse's going to walk, or uh, Kelly's going to walk in. And it will ruin the performance. (laughs) <laughs> Kelly will try to murder you with a with an apple on stage.
2: Um, oh, by the way, didn't... did I
0: tell you this performance was a wrap?
2: Oh
1: God, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's amazing.
1: Oh shit.
0: All right, maybe I should do this podcast with my mom.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you probably should. It's come up twice.
0: <laughs> I made it come Unru- up the
1: unrelatedly. Time. Oh, okay, all right. We're but, just no, TV okay. Stories. So I'm
0: familiar with tiny TVs, but that right. TV is you wouldn't set that TV up in a house. Like it's a. Right. Uh, I mean, we did keep it in our home. We didn't keep it out in the garage. But like, <laughs> it it wasn't like we had it set up to watch like this. You two people do not watch a TV this small.
1: Yeah, well, this- and it's just, it's, it's proposing this, like, activity that Max and Isabel are doing, which seems crazy to me, that they're both sitting at the kitchen table mm-hmm. with the TV sitting on the table yep. and they're both, like, two feet away from the TV yes. <laughs> just flipping through the channels flipping,
0: flipping bored, bored.
1: All night long.
0: Which, if they all, if they move this to the living room and it was a normal-sized television, no I notes. don't think it would it would be no notes, yeah. No notes. So that I lived that yeah. I mean, I would start at Comedy Central, then I would go to Disney Channel, then yes. I would go to Nickelodeon, then I would go right. to HBO for the long shot because maybe
1: and like swing by uh MTV and VH1. Oh, like, right.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah. MTV and VH1 were definitely in the mix
1: as it gets later. Beavis and Butthead might be on, like it's okay. Yeah. Like, you, you've got a lot of places you can check for good content.
0: But yes, the flipping, flipping, the flipping was not the problem. The flipping on this tidy little television in the kitchen. And again, we know this family eats at the kitchen table. That's the other part from like a continuity standpoint. Yeah, we know this family eats family kitchen dinners. We've seen them do it. So this is not a permanent place for this television anyway.
1: So they put the TV there for the purpose of watching, not something specifically. And not to watch something while eating. It's the whole thing is confusing. And we
0: don't think any Evan's parents, maybe Evan's parents are like binge watching Twin Peaks in the other room.
1: Mm, That's a good call.
0: Like something the kids are not allowed to watch. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, but we still haven't gotten to uh, Liz's sex dream.
1: Yeah, so I love this. I love that uh, Isabella is like, "This is boring. I'm gonna go into my room, <laughs> well, and open I love a that fact book.
0: Like, uh, By the way, I know what you're gonna do right now. You're gonna go s- s- go into people's dreams. Like, <laughs> please don't go into my ex girlfriend's dreams. Come on, please don't do it. Please. And she's like, "Uh huh, whatevs."
1: And literally, the first place she goes,
0: <laughs> who arguably is probably likely to have, and we see it, a pretty boring dream.
2: Yeah, yeah. I Ooh, mean, she's you know wearing
0: what's... a yeah. very sexy version of the, co- the Crashdown uniform. It's a
1: very sexy version. The uh, hot boy that comes in is wearing some tight pants.
0: Yes, he is. There's no, there's no room in those pants,
1: none whatsoever. I'm into it. I think it's good.
0: <laughs> and he comes up to her, sweeps her onto the counter, and they make out on the Crashdown counter
1: but she's like no i'm in love with max
0: and then max shows up in a khaki ensemble
1: Ugh.
0: <laughs> it's not a great look for her. i mean we've seen him look better yes, uh, correct. and then she starts making out with max and isabel like watches that for a little bit and then it's like she should, should this
1: bounce so boring? much sooner
0: <laughs> as soon as max shows up because it was already like a sexy i mean it's liz's version of a sex dream so everyone's still mostly clothed but like it's already a pretty like it's liz it's a makeout dream and then yeah as soon as max shows up get out isabel
1: i mean it's so weird because isabel goes into this dream like she's like sprawled out on her bed And she's Mm -hmm. got the yearbook open, and she's, like, kind of reaching over to Liz's picture in it. Um, Like, it feels like the beginning of a masturbatory fantasy anyway, right? Yeah. And then that she's like going into Liz's dream and she can assume that Liz, who is the horniest virgin in the world is going to be having a sex dream. Like she's going into that dream for the same reason. Kyle is trying to unscramble porn with his alien powers.
0: But Not only that, it's a dream that she knows has a very high percentage chance to feature her brother. So high. And then it does. And then she's like, Oh, and then she's like, Oh, boring. I'm like, boring is your reason that you're leaving? (laughs)
1: Like girl bouts for sure. But...
0: This is enough for you. Um, and then she goes to Kyle's dream and he's dreaming about Buddha, which honestly Kyle I feel like would be the my first bet for like maybe you're gonna get a sexy dream. Like a fun mm. sexy dream. Right, um, right, right. And then no. No luck. <laughs> um and then she gets pulled into a horrible nightmare. <laughs>
1: which is where the, which is where the the episode like actually starts.
0: Yes, that's when the eight plot is really introduced and and she continually she has she goes to the movie theater and she gets a nice little neck massage from Grant, Grant's back.
1: Yeah, let's talk about this because I was very much like I had a, oh yeah moment with Grant mm-hmm. and mind you, that is because we are watching this show in a strange way and yes. we haven't seen the like introduction of Grant for many months because yes. it has been many months since uh, our, we, we are in our third season of this show, right? Of, of, uh, Welcome to yes. Roswell, right? Welcome yes. back to Roswell. Yes.
0: Um, or 2.5, depending. We haven't,
1: Oh, we haven't we haven't settled on the nomenclature.
0: Well, because are we gonna call? I feel like when we start season three of oh, Roswell yeah. in Roswell, New Mexico, that's really that's season three.
1: Okay, I think you're right. I think you're right that this is two point five then. Um, but regardless, it means that it's been a long time, and yes. I have forgotten mostly about Grant, except for in the abstract that he is a man who is too old for Isabel to be dating.
0: He has not gotten any younger. He is not. <laughs> he still i mean we've since then we've had maria almost mary brody we've had, <laughs> like, we've had Isabel and isabelle's cl- uh dupe like hooking up with a child so like since then we've had all kinds of other weirdnesses
1: right right we've forgotten too old. Old. yes still too old um and uh like I don't know. It's it's so weird when he's just, like, in their house. He's just, like, waiting for... Okay, Elizabeth so to that's how we see him
0: again. So we see him in yeah. the previous previously's. We see Grant, and I was like, oh, that's right, Grant's in this. Um, but, like, we don't... The reintroduction of Grant is him sitting at the kitchen table by himself, flipping <laughs> the channels on the tiniest television in the world. And... And then Isabel's trying on a bunch of different outfits. She's not using any alien powers. I'm like, Isabel, use your powers. It'll be much faster. Come on. Um, But she's trying on all these different outfits, and she's like, I keep blowing them off. I've blown them off every date for a month, which I guess is that's the continuity. Um, Yeah,
1: that's why we haven't seen him. But I mean, honestly, between... Last week's episode, the Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and this one, and obviously there must have been some sort of, uh, you know, break in here, like that the Christmas one probably aired in, like, early December, and this one is, right. you know, maybe, like, late January, um, or maybe even later, who knows, um, that, like, they almost feel like different shows.
0: I mean, certainly, the, I mean, the Christmas episode doesn't really feel like Roswell.
1: Great point, yes.
0: So, but yes, it does feel like a different show, but it's also, I think, this show getting into or leaning back on the hard sci-fi there's really no romance in this episode yes i mean we have potential i mean we have the we have this introduction of sean which is (laughs) i'm always happy to see him partially because devin gummersall i really love because he was in one of my favorite shows of all time my so-called life um i and i just enjoy him so I'm always happy to see him and I'm, you know, whatever. But like, he really is clunkily introduced. He it's walks in. Super clunkily in, introduced. Maria and then, is mean as hell to him.
1: So mean to him. <laughs> I don't look. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like you have, to, you have to cut Maria a break and say they must have a history between them that is so egregious that she feels the need to just be like, all of these stereotypical jokes about men in the nineties, I'm going to lay them all at your feet and be like, you need to pick up your underpants and put the toilet seat down and all this shit.
0: It's weird because I think ultimately, and you'll, as you'll see, they do settle into a more like sibling dynamic and, and a sibling dynamic more akin to like a cat, a Tess and Kyle than a, um, than a Max and Isabel. Uh, where they kind of raz each other, but they love each other, but they irritate each other, like that kind of thing.
1: Right, because right now he's just taking it. Like he's she's just, just taking unloading it, unloading on and
0: it. I wish we had seen him do anything. Yes, he does kind of give like a Liz and oh, all grown up Liz Parker thing. But even so, like. That's not enough to trigger. I mean, even Michael's picking oh, no, on so him.
1: You can't, you can't fault him for that. That is exactly what we said about her at the beginning I know. of season she two. She has
0: grown up. And these are, these are the, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's almost, like, I wish we'd give him a chance to fail. Like, even yeah. if he had, like, you know, she gives him shit like, what are you going to diner dash? Maybe he should have just assumed that she would give him the customer discount.
1: You know yes. what I mean?
0: Like that yeah. would be a way to have the same like conflict where she, where he's like, wait, what? You're my, you're my cousin. I don't get a free burger for my cousin. You don't miss me. You know, Whatever it is, right? Like if, can... if he can be shitty to
1: her at all, because he doesn't yes. appear. No, it seems like he comes in and he's like, hey, we're gonna be living together, um, and she is just immediately like, well, that means I must be mean to you. Yeah, it's crazy. And then Michael in his like only line in the episode calls him (laughs) maria's loser cousin
0: to his face and especially because maria of all people she's literally in love with a loser i love michael but he is a delinquent yes like it's not like it's not like it's liz some perfect girl who's like no you're what your boyfriend's been arrested more times than sean come on um so yeah the introduction of sean i don't think is very smooth but i'm glad to. i'm happy he's there they light him very well he's very handsome
1: Uh, (laughs) what a compliment they light him very well they do no you're right you you are correct
0: he gets the good lighting
1: he does get good lighting
0: um so like i yeah i'm always happy to see sean but i guess that's the thing about this episode is like i remembered all the stuff that happened but so much of it is kind of creaky of them, like, trying to get some stuff going.
1: Yeah. And, like, when they do get stuff going, I mean, we'll, we'll see about uh, Sean, I guess, later. But, like, where they get to with the kidnapped girl, um, like, is interesting and creepy and... Oh, my gosh! Uh, like,
0: she's in a plexiglass box with her head. Her yeah. head is in a cle- plexiglass box that someone has hooked up oxygen to flow to. So she's yeah. buried alive but in a plex, like that's so fucked up.
1: Yeah. It is a fucked up, creepy, cool image. Yes. And you know, like when Valenti finds the, uh, uh, he's like, that's a molehill, but it's way too straight for, to be natural. (laughs) Um
0: Valenti's good at things.
1: It is, but like that's a cool like. Oh my god! Now we have to like follow this like crazy yes. tube, and then it's like, no wait, we're following it the wrong way because it's it's oxygen over here. It's like, yes. what's that oxygen for? Like it, that's it's a cool sequence. Yes. Um, and it leads us to like a horrifying image. Um, but yeah, it's it is funny how much sort of like clumsy setup gets us to um a cool payoff.
0: And then I called this out, I think, because I knew that this was linked to our next episode, but so Isabel has for whatever reason was having these images of this woman in trouble or this girl in trouble. Um, And we meet Lori at the end of the episode and Lori's like, I was just going to see my grandparents. I don't know why anyone would take me. Um, And Isabel touches her and Isabel gets a flash of the woman's cells. (laughs) Which is so weird.
1: It's so weird, but honestly, there's so much strange dream imagery in this yeah. episode that like, if you hadn't called it out as weird, because like, if, if you recall when the episode started and Isabel was like dreamwalking between um, Liz's dream and then Kyle's dream right. and it's doing all, it's like weird lighting and the transitions are crazy. Um, I, I posed the question, this was on TV because it's so strange.
0: <laughs> it really is strange and again that's part of to me what roswell season two can do it really goes because this episode really is sci-fi there's the fact that they're teenagers is really just incidental
1: right i mean it is something that incriminates valenti but yes
0: yeah it incriminates valenti it makes sean seem kind of like an old creep it makes (laughs) uh
1: also grant
0: makes grant (laughs) seem like a creep but like it's not a it's not a it's not dawson's creek but with aliens in this really just aliens um but that's kind of fun and i feel like that is something they got to play with in the second season then in the first season there was there's too much drama and romance to deal with
1: yeah we we've barely been at the high school at all in this season no um so i i don't i don't know if this is so obvious that uh my registering it right now as like an observation i'm making is um trite or what um but i'm just gonna go out there and say i don't trust grant
0: well there's a okay one he almost lets the popcorn fall to the floor we discussed this (laughs) isabel he's massaging isabel's neck while they're watching the movie which that's nice all right uh and she falls asleep with her head on her shoulder and the popcorn in her lap he doesn't protect the popcorn that popcorn is about to fall on the floor so that's strike one against Grant and strike two is that in her visions, um, she sees Grant uh ascend kidnap the or with the body um with the girl being kidnapped.
1: Right. So but she, she also sees she sees that other girl too though.
0: No, she doesn't.
1: In in the previous uh doesn't she see like one of the deputies with the girl like as one of her dreams and then that deputy like brings the girl in later?
0: No, she's always seeing the girl. She's here.
1: always seeing the right girl. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But but I I don't know if that's supposed to, I don't think that's supposed I don't think you're supposed to be like when we see the picture of the girl, you're supposed to be like that's not the girl that she's been seeing.
1: Mm, okay, interesting. I think We're
0: supposed to you
1: know. so the they're, they're supposed to look similar. Yeah. Um, but then also just the the way he uh kind of um hit, hit uh Grant and Valenti's interaction. Um, when like, yeah, Valenti messed up like an experiment or something, but I still don't trust this
0: guy. I'm, no I, I think we should watch the next episode, but I, I think this show is giving us reasons. He almost lets the popcorn drop, Patrick
1: <laughs> Alright, I mean if that's what you want to nail him for, then that's what we're, that's what we're gonna if nail I, him
0: I for. fall asleep in a movie theater and no one protects
1: I will 100% rescue your Thank popcorn you.
0: <laughs> Thank you, even if you put it on the floor, that's better than it falling Oh, but man. honestly,
1: I I can't imagine you falling asleep in a movie without already securing your popcorn. You're
0: right. That's true. I mean, if I don't, then worry. But then there's something else to worry about. Like take something me else and get a CT on, yeah. scan. Right.
1: Something. Do you wrong. ever do you ever fall asleep during uh, movies in the theater? Is that something that happens? To you? I have
0: in my life, uh, not as much as an adult, I guess, because I'm paying for it. I don't think I've fallen asleep. Probably in ten years, but when I was younger, especially when I'd go to like late movies, I remember falling asleep in Micho Black, like pretty much the <laughs> whole time, like from almost from when he gets killed to wow. the end of the movie, which is most of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember never really like, and then since then I've watched the whole thing. I'm like, oh okay, it's okay movie. Okay, but really, good now. Like from when I remembered him getting hit by the truck, and then the other truck, and then the yeah. end of the movie. I think um
1: I that's. That's funny because I, I feel like as a kid I never fell asleep during movies, um. But like I think I recognized that I had become like an old person that I became, that I'm yeah. like an adult, um. When I started going to midnight movies and having a hard time staying awake through the whole movie.
0: Yeah, I mean as you know, because we go to movies together fairly often. Yes. I've given up on midnight movies. I don't need that. Oh movie.
1: yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, Friday um,
0: night at 9 p.m. is fine. Honestly, Friday night 7 is better.
1: Yeah, and you know what? If it comes to it, like Saturday is also great
0: too. <laughs> yeah, Saturday's fine.
1: <laughs> um but like I I remember seeing Thor the Dark World at midnight mm-hmm. um and falling asleep uh towards the end of that. And that's a, you know, pretty uh boring movie and, you know, one of yeah. one of the MCU's weakest. Um but I also I saw The Master at midnight. Ooh in in the uh, in the arc light you know? the the dome at the arc light yeah. um and you know i, I was with a, a friend that was super excited to see the master and you know a, a friend that is like 8 years younger than me mm-hmm. um and you know i was like okay all right well, let let's go and i i fell asleep like 20 minutes into that movie um and i know it's a good movie but it's like
0: yeah but uh, yeah i don't think i would see a Paul Thomas Anderson movie at midnight. I I don't think there's any movie. Okay. If I went to South by again, if I did like South by, if I did a movie festival, I could see like getting excited, like getting jazzed enough to do a midnight movie.
1: Well, festival rules are different though.
0: Yeah. Festival rules are different. So but in that, that's the only world I can imagine going to see. I don't see.
1: Right. In, in my normal life. Yeah. In my normal life, I'm not going to a a. 3am improv show in new york but, but if are, we, if we are there hilarious. for a festival oh then it's God. gonna happen am i gonna fall asleep in uh, you know ucb like yeah probably
0: probably oh man it'd be so uncomfortable
1: <sighs>
0: all right hey do you want to watch another wa- episode of roswell
1: yeah let's do it Who does the FBI send to investigate the kidnapping in Roswell?
0: Agent Duff. How many cases has Agent Duff been on?
1: This is her second. Who is hiding in Jim Valenti's closet?
0: Lori Dupree. What does Liz offer Sean when he shows up to the crashdown after hours?
1: Uh, what does she offer Sean? He's, uh, uh I, I don't know. He says he wants some like cheesy fries or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: She offers him a 10% discount.
1: And uh, yes. And he tries to negotiate to up to 20. Yep. <clears throat> what does Alex identify between Liz and Sean?
0: twention
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a twinkle
0: a twinkle i knew it started with a tw um how long was alex's life changing trip to sweden (laughs) one month (laughs) hey i missed alex i'm glad he's back but
1: ludicrous ludicrous ludicrous. buddy you you were gone you were gone for four weeks like calm down (laughs)
0: though it also feels very like it feels very high school that one month trip would just like it's like summer camp or something it just like changes everything
1: i guess my um my sister when she was a senior in high school um did she was part of the like rotary exchange program mm-hmm. um and she went to finland for a year Ooh. um which you know pretty similar to going to sweden for yeah. a year um and I guess I don't really have anywhere to go with that other than like she was she, you know, was a different person when she came back. But that was she was gone for a whole year.
0: A year was different. But I do think people let a month make them feel like when they come back, everything's different.
1: Totally. Totally.
0: Um, so I guess I'm saying like what we're seeing in the show feels It realistic. feels real. Yeah. <laughs> the only part that doesn't feel realistic is that he has multiple rounds of slides.
1: Yes. that Yes. I mean, come on. That's
0: a lot. Like, one, that's not something teenagers ever have done.
1: No. Like, that's that's something old people do. Older people, yes, exactly.
0: And then, second from that, like, you'd want to see your friend's pictures, but if your friend was like, okay, I have 15 rolls for my trip to Sweden, you wouldn't be all excited to look at 15 rolls of pictures.
1: No, never. I mean, there... I, I'm trying to think of like the number of times that I've, because I know that that is also like a sitcom staple, right? Of like someone comes back from a yes. trip and has multiple carousels of uh pictures that you need to look at and it's boring and no one likes doing it. I've only yeah. been in the situation once where I found myself looking at someone else's vacation photos like projected up on a screen. And it wasn't even projected on a screen. It was like airplayed to a screen. Um And like it being boring and just like, oh, here here we are in this, well-worn um sitcom trope um it only happened to me once and it was sarah's mother doing it
0: (laughs) yeah i have definitely i mean i've definitely sat through people's pictures in real life on a screen yeah and slides but i i remember like in high school you know i had friends who would like do abroad trips or do whatever and I've definitely sat with them as they've gone through pictures and showed me, oh, this is, you know, this is the cute guy who was on our trip. And, oh, this is when we <laughs> saw this thing. Like, sure, I, sure, that sure. didn't, that didn't, the slide part rung untrue.
1: But um, just the, the existence of the pictures. But the existence
0: of, like, the part, you know, I haven't seen you in a month. What have you been doing? And, like, show me all the, you know, tell me about your adventure. I don't know. I've I definitely know. sat through that a lot with friends.
1: All right. fair enough.
0: Um, I'm why sorry. Do, why, don't I, ha- why
1: don't I experience that with friends?
0: <laughs> I don't. Maybe because you're not interested in their trips.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm. Well, okay. off, like, strong enough To be honest, there. Yeah. To
0: be honest, in a in our adult life, social media has existed.
1: That is very. So true. you
0: don't really need. It's back then. It really was. I haven't seen you or heard from you in six weeks, and you've had this life changing experience. Tell me about it. Right. Whereas, like, now, you would have seen a thousand... Like, it, when I went to you Paris, you didn't have to ask me phone. how it went. Right. You saw exactly. it. Exactly. That's right. I showed you. So, like... Yeah, I mean, I, yes. Am I mad that you never asked to see my Paris scrapbook? Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting, collecting dust in my house.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um, no, I didn't make scrapbooks for other people. I make them for myself to look at Of later. course. Of um, course. But, yeah, I... I feel like it's a pre-social media kind of friend thing.
1: I guess guess that makes perfect sense.
0: Because, like, if you, if, like, yeah, I don't know. I think if your friend went abroad and didn't put up any pictures.
2: And you didn't
0: ask them about it, I feel like that would be weird.
1: But also, if they went abroad and didn't put up any pictures. Isn't sort of the impli- like, isn't there like an implied I'm keeping it private? Like, why would you not post pictures?
0: I don't know. I mean, I've only been abroad twice, and both times I posted pictures. Right, right, right. Um.
1: So we obviously live in a a world that is just so yeah. It's very different.
0: different. <laughs> it's very different. But at the time when this show came out, I had friends who would like do, you know, like not, uh, what are those called, um. Like Kentiki tours, but for teens, whatever. Like those kinds of well, things. I don't even know
1: what that is. Contiki. Oh,
0: Kentiki is like, uh, they're like the tours of Europe where you go to, it's, you know, you're on a tour bus with the same group of people and you go to like 10 different countries in, in 15 days.
1: Sure. And they're like shepherding you around to like all yes, the like, and touristy spots. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I had friends who did, and I can't remember what it was called i if If I thought of it, it would be like you know take me back in time, but like who would do that for you know I think one friend did it for the West Coast one year, and then she did Europe another year, so like I've definitely sat and not like and I don't find it boring I love to hear I love to hear people tell the story of an adventure they had i yeah like if they had a good time if they're if they're bo- if someone is bored telling me a story, I am bored listening to it. <laughs> it's not like I am just thirsty for stories, but if somebody's excited like and trips are a place where people get really excited to talk about it. So I love to hear people be excited to share stories.
1: And Alex is definitely excited about his Oh trip. yeah, I
0: would have loved, like, I would have loved to be at that Sweden trip. Though it's crazy that it's day two of the slides where we finally see his long-distance girlfriend.
1: And, and that she has not mentioned before. Even though yeah. he's, like, throwing, like, a little
0: bit of subtle shade at Isabelle. Uh, oh, Isabel, but yeah. But, like, it, but in <gasps> not a non-flirty way, though. Maybe he didn't put any pictures of his girlfriend in the first round of slides. <gasps> because he knew Isabel was going to be there.
1: Whoa, whoa. That's pretty
0: effed up. This is new Alex. He's different.
1: Maybe maybe he had a whole separate set of slides that had her in the pictures. And he wasn't planning on showing them at all once Isabel show, uh, showed up. Oh, my up. God. But then she left and he was like, now we can pull out the good slides.
0: <laughs> Pictures with me with my arm around a hot blonde girl. Oh yeah. Um. But no, all of that was very cute, and and Colin Hanks is good at being like the comedic uh effect in a scene. Like he. he... Yeah. he Everything is- else is really heavy in this episode, and that was <laughs> kind of so fun.
1: Um. But it's it's also
0: like he's good at
1: being like uh, a little bit the like comic relief, but he's also I feel like there's a, a shift and obviously they're, they're talking about it in terms of the episode, but like he does a good job of like playing the suddenly confident guy, right?
0: Yes. A hundred percent. You believe you buy his confidence. Yeah. Cause you it was it, always he was kind of
1: recently a doof.
0: He was recently a doof, but like, he's kind of come into his own and it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I like this version of Alex. Um, though result. I will say, and you called it out when it happened and it's totally true. He is very bad. He thinks he's seeing a twinkle between Sean and Liz. There, there is no. no twinkle. No. Now, she's later, being <laughs> yeah, she's being, or at least being asked out by an older guy and not really getting what's happening because he's flirting with her the whole time. Yes. And she, I don't think she's playing dumb. I think she's literally like not seeing it. Like when she's like, <sighs> I- maybe I'll go to the out of show, I don't think she knows he's asking her out.
1: Do you think so, or do you think she just, like, doesn't know how to shut him down?
0: Well, then she wouldn't say she would want to (sighs) go.
1: Yeah, I guess you're
0: right. If she knows he's asking her out, she would say, like... I mean, she does say, I'm not into cars, but she might be like, well, tell me how it goes, or whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she does drop earlier that, like, she and Max are sort of involved. Like... She no, knows- it's
0: after that. It's it after, after he that. reveals that he's asking her out.
1: Yeah, 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 okay. She's
0: like, I'm sort of involved with this guy. We're not together right now, but we might get back together someday.
1: I don't understand the, uh, the auto show as a date. First of all, um, it seems like just a, a, weird, a weird ask, right? Um, knowing nothing about someone to be like, hey, do you want to go to this auto show with me? But also, I've never been to an auto show. What's the scene like at an auto show?
0: I think you just walk around looking at cars.
1: So it's just a so, car convention. It's just yeah, car. Yeah, so con-
0: it's not a bad date for people with no money. Mm-hmm. Like you just walk around, you look at cars. It's stuff to look at. It's like going to a museum but outside. <laughs> like it's I don't think it's a horrible idea for a date beyond But yeah, you'd want to go with somebody who wants who's interested. Right. In Cars. I've never been to an auto show. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you do have to pay to get into an auto show.
1: Yeah, I or remember. like, is there programming of some kind? Like, is is so, is there? I think
0: you look at cars. Is there a
1: concert, or it's just it's just like a a a big open lot with cars.
0: I think so, and then there might be like a centerpiece. Like, do you remember how at um crash con there mm. was like the centerpiece where there was the part of the ship yes i think there might be stuff like that at an auto show like a a really nice car is actually at this like a center piece that might be on like a platform that spins around
1: i mean i guess as someone who is just profoundly not a car guy i don't get it um but, like, I get, you know, obviously I get conventions, like, other forms of conventions. Uh, this just yeah. this doesn't feel fun to me.
0: It feels like it's under, to me, it's underlining how Sean is not Liz's mm-hmm. kind of guy. Now, later, yeah. when she he gives her a coping mechanism for sadness that is yeah. eating burger related, that's cute. And then you could see, okay, maybe he could be a guy that would she should spend time with. Right, but, but his, I, his auto first, show swings,
1: first swings or misses.
0: They're not good. Yeah. Between trying to get her to open this whole, like, that's the other thing. It's like, please open the crash out and serve me pie.
1: And do it at a discount?
0: After her ex-boyfriend is making her work late because he just wants to watch her and make sure she doesn't get kidnapped on the way upstairs. <laughs> that's a great
1: point i hadn't even considered that like when when they were talking about it in the episode and she's like oh you're worried about me um yeah she in going home in closing up and going home she just has to walk upstairs yeah she'll be fine she'll be fine
0: um
1: but poor liz poor liz is going through a lot she's in this going episode. through it and
0: and i think she's finally like you know she's if we gotta go dabda with it yeah i think she's getting close to acceptance because
1: I, I think, think yeah. i think you're stop. right well and she well there's a little bit of bargaining happening here too right yes. because she has this scene with max which i am honestly uh amazed that he has like any room to deal with what she's talking about at this point because it's so, <laughs> so divorced from what the aliens are up to um, which the um, alien
0: but... stuff has stakes too it's not yeah, even just stakes, like yeah. some alien stuff there's like real <laughs> alien stuff happening. And it has big stakes with
1: like the other people in their life, just not Liz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that she is like, Hey, Alex went to Sweden. I want to travel the world. I want to see yep. things too. Why can't we travel the world together and lead a normal life together? And he's like, uh, cause we, cause we can't, um, yeah. you know, the sort of like normal superhero answer. We can't be together because we can't be together. Um, and,
0: and also, cause he's not willing to yes. prioritize those things, which is the unspoken part, but it's, it's a, I think it's okay that that's where he is he's the yeah. king of a, another planet he's got other priorities
1: yeah well and also like if you're the king of another planet and like you may end up going back there someday with your family yep. like who gives a shit about sweden like yeah going to the other planets
0: planets planets and she can't come with him so he might as well tell right. her to have a good life but no it's when she's looking at the slides of the Northern Lights with Alex, she starts crying. And then later she cries with Max. And she's, yeah, she's, she knows that in order for her to do the things that she wants to do in life, she has to do them separately from Max.
1: Yeah. Well, and look, I think we can all relate to like looking around at like the situation you're in mm-hmm. and like the life you're living and just being like, uh oh, this ain't it. Like, I need something different i need something more than this oh yeah uh, this
0: I, is in all of it
1: yeah yes 100 so percent. i'm just saying i'm just saying i see liz in this one um even if it feels like <laughs> so so like separate from what our what our alien buddies are going through
0: it's so separate uh it really is because poor sheriff valenti <laughs> Former he, Sheriff Valenti.
1: He's trying so hard and no one, no one is cutting him a break.
0: <laughs> no, some lady, a FBI agent walks into his house, pours herself a cup of coffee from his coffee maker and then insults his coffee.
1: Sits down at his table, kicks so a, a, a chair like over so that like he can sit down and Valenti smartly holding on to what little hand he has
0: left yeah. does
1: not sit in that chair.
0: No, he's like, I can't sit in that chair. Yeah,
1: smart move, smart needs- move
0: um but yeah he and he's he and then laurie comes to him which seems like that's helpful uh, but that turns that doesn't work out for him the
1: back backfires on him like right away yep uh i mean it is look the the actress who plays laurie um during that sequence where she's like freaking out yeah um and like on on the run um trying to get away from specifically michael but all of the aliens mm-hmm. um is uh, convincingly like strung out and stressed yes. out um like that that's a, a a moving psychotic performance like really really cool
0: yes absolutely i really like i really like Lori um in what she in what she brings to this and and it it does i mean This was all written by someone, so it's all convenient. But it does make sense now why Michael was not involved last week.
2: Yes, that's because as
0: soon as Lori sees Michael, she she go. She has, like you said, she has like a psychotic break, freaks the fuck out, runs away, starts screaming about aliens. Um,
1: and I think it's cool that like you know the eventual reveal is that we're going to see that she knew an alien that looked or. Presumably an alien yeah. knew someone who looked like uh, Michael, you know, uh, decades ago. Um, but I like that the show has already established a universe where, where like, for a, a little while, I was like, it, "Has she met Wrath?" Like, yeah, because like there are doubles of these characters out there in the universe already doing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so that yeah, it it, it it cool then to also have that subverted with like. No, it's all it's just some like old timey farmer guy.
0: Yeah, there's a picture from 1933 that says grandpa on it. Yes. As a person, <laughs> yeah, there's that's just not a th- you don't write grandpa grandpa is not written on the picture of the of your grandpa as a young man.
1: No. No, not at all. You write his name, you write the year, probably you also write the like location, right? Like if you're coming across it later and like have you've identified it.
0: Yeah, I feel like the most the least you write is the year. Yeah. And the most you write would be name, date, location.
1: Yeah. We um a a, a couple of y- I guess this would have man, I'll, probably been about a decade ago now. Um when we moved my grandmother out of um like the last house that she lived in and like into uh, an assisted like living place. Um that there was just like, you know, like, uh, boxes and boxes of like old photographs and stuff yeah. that, uh, my, my parents, uh, you know, went through and like did their best to kind of like label stuff where there were no labels. Um, and like that, that was always the, the order was like year if you can get it. Cause yeah. you know, that, that can be tough. Um, location because there are you know uh, for for my grandparents they were either in um dixon illinois or mexico somewhere oh Um, wow yeah uh and then just like yeah names like it it was those those three things
0: Mm -hmm.
1: date location name
0: and this has two of the three though maybe you flip it over it has a location yeah, Ish, because Grandpa ish. is not a name. Not a name. Unless it is, unless we find out this guy was named Grandpa.
1: <laughs> sure, it could be. There's a comic book artist named uh, Raphael Grandpa.
0: Well, there we go. Maybe it's a last name. There you go. Um, but Michael identifies it as him.
1: <laughs> right, he <laughs> it says, that's me. me. <laughs> he doesn't say, that dude looks
0: like me, no.
1: or that's another double of me. He says, that's me.
0: That's me. Uh <laughs> like okay michael um you really want to be in this a plot that's fine um <laughs> but no i feel like the sci-fi stuff of it is fun and moves along um but it has human consequences poor valenti loses his job kyle is pushed to the break he's fucking done with this bullshit <laughs> <He is> not-
1: <laughs> it's true no he's amount done. of meditation and zen buddhism has no. prepared him for dealing with these goddamn aliens every day
0: and 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 Max he's like Max tell me that you're not going to fucking ruin my life again. And Max is like Psh, can't sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna make promises I can't keep. It's like this this scene in the,
1: in the in the crash is great. Um yes. where you know th- that exact thing happens and then Kyle instead of like withholding the piece of, you know, alien whatever that he just rescued from his dad's office, yeah. like hands it over um in in like what at first appears to be a very like gracious and graceful like transition of like, all right, mm-hmm. fine, I asked you for something and you're not able to give it. Here's here's your alien bullshit. Um, yeah. But then he just drops it and oh. walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good! And it everyone, really good. everyone's eyes go like right so to cool. Max. Like, what are you gonna do about it? And Max doesn't do. He's shit. gonna do
0: nothing. He's, he's going to do mean, nothing. I mean, I... He's going to go later and tell himself in the mirror that he's the king. He's going to do nothing. <laughs> um meanwhile, Tess is taking a different message from this and she's like, "Oh shit, Kyle hates all the aliens and I'm an alien. So Kyle must really be done with my bullshit too." Yeah, so... look at
1: Tess, They're taking the note behind the note.
0: Yes. So she goes and she's like, "I can leave. I can I don't have to stay in your house anymore, Kyle." I'll leave, and she's like, "No, you don't understand. You're part of my family. You're what I'm yep. trying to protect ah. from stupid facts. That's
1: very sweet. And then she says, "You're my favorite human,"
0: and he says, "You're my favorite Martian."
1: Look, I like, I like those two, and like, I don't ship it in any way, right? No. Like, I, I feel like that, even though there was like this weird, like, sexual thing not even, like, sexual, but like, casually sexual. The, uh yeah. Just, like, her being in that space is, like, weirdly intimate. Um, well, and, just and the they had that, that
0: conversation like, where they were like, yeah. I'ma trim your lamp later.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, yes. I forgot about the trimming the lamp. <laughs> um, But, like, I like that it has evolved now to a place where they're like, no, we figured it out. We're siblings. That's yes. what that is. That's what this
0: relationship is. Yep. And it's very sweet.
1: It is very sweet.
0: Um, also sweet, the return of Amy DeLuca.
1: Mmm. Amy Always DeLuca. Happy. I'm calling it now MVP of the episode.
0: A hundred percent. She's MVP. She shows up in the the 7-Eleven to tell those old biddies to stop there talking about talking about yeah. Jim.
1: Comes out of nowhere. She comes out of nowhere. There are two people talking shit about Jim Valenti, and poor Kyle and Tess are just like taking it, right? Um oh. And then Amy shows well, up. and they're not just talking shit
0: about; and... they're talking about how his genes are broken.
2: Yes, they say he has bad genes. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. And poor Kyle. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Amy DeLuca comes Amy in, saves mean. the day. She comes in with like sniper precision and just nails these two busybody biddies. And it's just like, oh, well, your husband's fucking the babysitter. And I forget how she burns the other lady, but she gets them both good.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. Then when when Jim's depressed, she shows up with a picnic basket and she's like, not having a depressed day. We're going to have a fun day. And they do. You don't get to see it.
1: She does. Well, and I wish we did. I wish we could have spent half an hour with them just going, going about their day. i love that she doesn't take no for an answer Mm -hmm. like shows up at the door doesn't doesn't say like hey can i do something nice for you shows up with a plan with food and then he's like "Eh, i'm gonna stay home and clean the gutters which he's definitely not gonna do um and then she's like nope turns out we are in fact having fun today it's mvp mvp far and away
0: she's a superstar It's so good to see her again. Yeah. Um, We don't get a lot of Maria in this episode, but it's fine because we get a lot of Amy. Um.
1: (laughs) I did comment as we were watching, there is a a Maria moment in this that I love, which is just either Maria is sitting on Liz's lap or Liz is sitting on Maria's lap as they're outside, like waiting for the slideshow to start, Mm -hmm. um, which is just such a, like, kid moment of like yeah. this is how teenagers keep each other warm is just one is sitting on top of the other
0: yep. it's I very it. cute cuz they're cold so cute. they're so cold but except for Alex he's not cold anymore cuz he spent he's dealt with swedish winters so he doesn't mm-hmm. even That's feel right. cold in Roswell it's like all Ooh, right buddy
1: this winter weather is downright balmy
0: <sighs> oh alex <laughs> like i love alex but come on alex
1: yeah he he's a little much in this episode um,
0: it's cute but it's too it's a lot um but no this is just i feel like these two episodes and we are not spoiler alert we are not done with the laurie dupree arc um but I, oh, I i
1: i would hope not
0: <laughs> yeah no she disappears We never hear from her again um but yeah so i i like these episodes i'm excited to come back next week and and watch more laurie dupree arc
1: as am I, and also like, uh, you know, again, sort of like tying this to um, Roswell, New Mexico, um, mm-hmm. the second season of that show does spend a lot of time going back to a, a previous era, back to the 30s and 40s, right? Um, yeah. So like, I, I am now sort of primed for there being action in multiple timelines or multiple, multiple planes of, of history. Um, And like, if that, if now we are seeing that in OG Roswell, um, that is exciting to me.
0: Well, I feel like there's more to the earthbound story of these guys. Yes. um, Yes. As evidenced by a picture of grandpa who looks just like my, who is Michael, (laughs) which
1: (laughs) that is me. He says.
0: It would be really funny if Michael's like, all right, so I never told you guys this. Yeah, but jig is I've... up.
1: <laughs> that was me.
0: <laughs> I've been 16, so I've looked exactly like this for 50, for no longer what it would be, 70 years. Mm-hmm. And I have memories of all of it. Uh, I pretended to come out of egg, but I never really came out of egg. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I've just, I've been, just been
2: trying
1: to keep a low profile.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird that I've been hooking up with Maria, but it's fine. So Don't, what are
1: you going to do? That's
0: what we do <laughs> on the show. We much. have old men. Sean isn't an old man, but it's... I had forgotten in this season between Grant, Brody, and Sean, there are a bunch of older Old dudes.
1: men. Old Not men. Not
0: one age-appropriate paramour.
1: Which, okay, of those three... Let's rank them in order of most troubling to least troubling. Just just in terms of Brody
0: is most troubling.
1: Do you think I'm saying just in terms of like perceptible age?
0: Brody has a six year old daughter. He sure does.
1: Do we ever meet that daughter again? Do we ever see her again?
0: I can't remember. We see Brody again. I I feel
1: like she is just she's just there to be a Christmas cancer story. Like I don't know.
0: Yes, Christmas cancer, and then it's solved, and she lives with her mother now. Right. Um, but I guess yeah. you're right.
1: It's pro- probably Brody worst, and then Grant right under that, because Grant seems yeah. so old to me.
0: Well, and Sean might not be that old. Right. He might only, but he's still like, I think he's over eighteen. Like he's not a te- he's not a teenager like them. Well, wait,
1: is he coming back from juvenile hall? or from see they said juvie at some point right
0: he was in juvie but i think he maybe has been been bopping around
1: Mm, okay okay
0: but i don't think he's older than 21 i think he's somewhere like he might be 19
1: okay so he's obviously the the least it's like he's the least icky
0: yeah unless you, you grew up i don't know there's there's something to, like, he knew Liz as a little kid.
1: Yeah, that is And he favorite. comes
0: back, doesn't hang out with her, sees that she's hot now, and asks her out. I
2: guess, there's, I guess there's, that's
0: uh, normal, but it, that feels like, if if they were reverse yeah. those two scenes, the scene where she's having a bad day, and he cheers her up with their little mustard trick or whatever, and then had the scene of him asking her out, then at least there'd be, like, some... <laughs> basis beyond she's hot now
1: the whole sequence of um, Sean scenes in these two episodes are jumbled they're not in the right order we should get we should get yeah. that scene of him coming to the crash down and like wanting uh, Liz to serve him uh, and like getting a discount and all that stuff that should be the first time we meet him so we can meet him and be like this dude's kind of a jerk and then when Maria is like hey you can't do this my friend Also pick up your underpants or whatever. Like then that makes sense. And then he can soften. Like then that all makes sense.
0: Yes. And instead of Maria giving him a speech in this, now we're dipping back into last week, last episode, but instead of Maria giving me a speech about the rules he's breaking, why don't we just have a scene at the DeLuca house? Yes. Show him causing headache for Maria at her house.
1: For Maria and Amy.
0: I mean, because all we don't, because we don't know the dynamic with Amy and Sean, but it could be something where Amy says, "Oh, let your cousin have the bed. You sleep on the couch while he's yep. visiting." Yep. Like yep. any, there's a million ways they could have done it, but instead they didn't give, and and it would give us more Amy. So maybe that's part of why I want it. It's yeah, like
1: that is 100% why I want it.
0: <laughs> that dynamic is more like that's more interesting than Maria lecturing her her cousin
1: in a totally like she thinks he's Tim Allen kind of way, you know? Right.
0: Well, and that's the thing about, and I love Maria. She's one of my favorite characters in fiction, but she, a lot of her perception of the world Mm -hmm. is based on these ideas. She has, I think from television. Gotta be. About how, how men work, how the world works, how How relationships relationships work. work. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She has all these ideas and, Part of what's fun is seeing her discover how things actually work, and then, you know, transcending some of those ideas. But like, so when she's giving that speech, you don't necessarily, even if you know you don't and love, believe him, it, yeah, you don't believe it at yeah. all. You're like, just making some shit up. You saw on a, you saw on an episode of Step by Step that that
1: uh that boys leave the toilet seat up.
0: Yes, and you saw what's his face come in from the the. RV he keeps parked in the parking lot to Cody? drink. Cody, I couldn't remember his name. uh Cody come in and drink some milk out of the fridge without a cup. That's how you're saying. Like it didn't seem based on reality. It seemed based on her idea of what it would be like to have a
1: yeah yeah totally. un-
0: uncouth boy live in her house.
1: Right. I mean, she was like this far away from making like a skid marks joke. Right. Oh, like geez. it's.
0: I mean. And by I mean, the like, way, I'm not going to do your laundry.
1: Yeah, exactly. Ugh.
0: Yeah, it just, and partly because we know Maria. So I know she's full of shit. <laughs> right. But I, I do, do- I do like yeah. that
1: in the Maria-Liz dynamic, that like Liz is the wide-eyed innocent one. Mm-hmm. And the only reason Maria isn't is because she has all these ideas from like TV exactly, and
0: stuff. I mean, she did grow up with like a single mom. So she has like yeah, some- So
1: there's a little bit, things,
0: yeah. But you're right. No, it's all all of her like, which is, I think, the diff a huge difference between Maria on Roswell, New Mexico, and Rio Roswell, because Maria on Roswell does not have is she's not road hard and put away wet. She hasn't seen a thousand things. She yeah, is right. so she speaks with sarcasm of a world weary woman, but she's not. She's barely a woman. And then <laughs> whereas Maria on Roswell, New Mexico, like. Has yeah, lived legit a life,
1: world weary. Yeah, for yeah, sure. She's,
0: she's been bartending since she was like a teenager. Her mom, yeah, oh, okay. you know, whatever. She's been essentially raising herself for however many years, whatever. Um, she's an adult who's seen a lot of shit, whereas Maria has not seen a lot. Of- I mean, I guess now she has because of the aliens, but she's she's not been through it.
1: Shit, man! The more we talk about it, the more I think I might miss Roswell, New
0: Mexico. I think you should rewatch uh, it on Netflix.
1: I probably should.
0: <laughs> it's a really easy watch. Um, oh, though the man. things that annoyed us the first time will still annoy you, probably. I'm that sure was my will,
2: experience.
0: I was like the same things where, like, remember how Isabel becomes like Buffy the Vampire Slayer all of a sudden, and then yeah. there's one little fight, and then it's over
1: man that the i think the biggest disappointment in season two is like all this hype up for this showdown between the two of them and this whole like oh no max is back and now like the world is gonna like nothing don't bring me back
0: the world will end and then (laughs)
1: nothing happened
0: but it is really uh, let's relitigate roswell new mexico but (laughs) they do the beginning of the season the stuff we were super psyched by is still really really compelling yeah but it doesn't pay off. I think in the way that we were hoping it kind of, well, is just like a thing that happened, shit, but I'm going to go back to it. God damn it. Yay. <laughs>
2: yay.
0: Um, uh, okay. So we're kind of in the middle of an, it's a weird place to pause. Um, yeah. I don't, you know, this happens often on this uh, show. It's like, not this is not where I usually pause <laughs> in a while. You normally
1: plow on through to the next one. I, like
0: it's just, like, this is a, this is kind of this, there's you know the beginning episodes and there's like the kind of the volandra background arc Mm -hmm. and then there's the skins which is a little bit of an arc um i guess all of it you could call the skins arc and then this is the laura dupree arc um and then we have a few more later but it's like this is like a a chunk of episodes oh yeah and i mean
1: and, you know, I mentioned it during the previous episode, but like this definitely feels like a reset of like, okay, let's, let's like reassemble the pieces here from like earlier in the season and even earlier in the show um, and just sort of like reestablish what we're going to be exploring. Um, like Christmas was a nice hard reset for us, a nice one off. Yep. And now we can get down to business again.
0: Yes. Business.
1: Business.
0: Oh, man. All right. Let's come back next week and, and watch more of this arc. Thank you for listening. To Welcome back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.